The entrance of the Word of God gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. We bring you words of wisdom from the PIWC Tessano Precede Assembly. And now, today's message by Elder Samuel Nana Ofori. God bless you. I am a teacher. I teach geography and social studies. But today, we will be teaching the word of God. Hallelujah. If you are happy to be in the house of God, put your hands together for Jesus. Today happens to be the last gospel Sunday for the year 2019. And uh, we would want to share the word of God together. But before we do, kindly, let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We commit our hearts to you. We pray that you help us to understand your word and be doers of your word but not listeners only. Because of the coming judgment, we pray that you prepare us that when any time you appear, we will make it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, amen. Every blessed day is a day that humanity must know that God has prepared for salvation every day. There is no specific date that God has assigned, but on each particular day, whenever we come into his presence, he is preparing us, he is saving us for eternity. Hallelujah. One of the things that the world have decided not to understand and appreciate most is salvation. Even in Christianism, there are people who believe who believe that once saved, forever saved. And so, you can once you say you are a Christian, you can go on and do whatever you want to do because Christ saves you once and for all. But that is not the case. I'm speaking to the topic, save your soul from hell or perish. Save your soul from hell or perish. Salvation is the most central and grand theme of the Bible. Right from creation to revelation, salvation is the major and the most grand theme. It involves salvation of our souls as individuals, deliverance from wrath of God, as well as redemption of even society itself. Salvation is an expression of God's grace and his mercy to provide forgiveness, redemption, justification, and total transformation to anyone who accepts Jesus. As a gift, as God's gift of saving grace. There is this man, John Scott, who said, when he was speaking about salvation, he said, moved by the perfection of his love, God in Christ submitted himself for sinners. God himself 
submitted himself for sinners. Salvation was the means. Eternal life in heaven, the end. So it was God who actually came down in the form of a man in order to save us. It is the passion for souls to be saved that made God or makes God desire repentance from us. And refusal to repent will end everyone in that category in hell. Many people are playing with salvation. And so God, in Acts chapter 17, verse 30b, commands all men everywhere to repent. And so you may ask, why would God command all men to repent? The answer is that God wants to save man to himself. He does not delight in any soul perishing or going to hell. Hell is actually the default place for every man after the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. But through his grace and gift of salvation, he allows men to come to where he dwells, that is heaven. Man needs to respond by giving himself to Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you are here and you don't have Jesus, you don't know Jesus. Jesus Christ is God's accredited savior of this world. Bible says, Jesus himself said that, for the son of man came to seek and to save that which was lost. And so if you have not found him who is the way, the truth, and the life, who says that no one can get to where God is, heaven, except through him. You need Jesus in your life. Hallelujah. You need Jesus. Because without him, you would end up in hell. That is why it is recorded in John 3, 16. That for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That is Jesus. That whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. So, you must do something about salvation. That is by believing in Jesus. Hallelujah. By believing in Christ, by repenting from your sins. Luke 13, verse 2 to 5 says, Unless you repent, you all will perish. And so God is entreating all of us to repent from every sin we know of and live a righteous life. God is expecting all of us to turn away from every evil deed. God is expecting all of us not to put a pause on sin, but to stop it entirely. Hallelujah. Because sinners will never go to hell. But hell. Sinners will never go to hell. But hell. So, I would want to Say, why no one should play with hell? Why no one? Today, majority of people, including Christians, some even believe that there is no hell. Hell does not exist. Because to some, I don't know where their theology comes from. Hell is a concept. 
hell is, they, they, we cannot relate with hell. Because there is no place that is designated. If you say America, we can go to America. If you, you say Kumasi, we can walk to Kumasi. So where is hell? That is one of the deceptions of the evil one. Today, if you are the sound of my voice, I want you to know that hell exists. And hell exists for Satan and his cohorts. And anyone who will reject Christ Jesus. That is why in John 3.16 he says, Whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. So those who would perish will go to hell. But those who would have everlasting life will go to heaven. Hallelujah. Heaven is where God dwells now. And so, hell is and hell exists. Never ever, if you are here, desire to go to hell. Most people, actually, it's like they have already booked advance tickets to hell. They come to church every day, but they say that, well, I have already booked my tickets. Maybe today, God will touch you. Oh, hallelujah. The reason why you should not joke with hell is that hell is not meant for you. Hell was created for Satan and the angels that rebelled against God. Right from the beginning. Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. Revelation 20, verse 10. That says that those who rebelled against God, and Satan and the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophets had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Hell is the abode prepared for Satan and all the angels that join him and the false prophets. And anybody who would join them. I pray that you don't join Satan in hell. Another reason why. So there are some candidates for hell. And Revelation 21 verse 8 talks about candidates for hell. He says cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral would all find their way in hell. And so if you can associate with any of these characters, then God is calling on you to repent. Because if you repent and change your life, you would have eternal life. Amen. Another reason why you should not joke with hell is that the conditions there are not favorable for you. Especially having accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. The conditions there in hell. Your bed sheet is maggots and your blanket is when. I don't think any one of us here would even want to put rag on themselves when the weather is so cold and you don't have anything to cover yourself. But if you ever go to hell, the bed sheet that you are going to sleep on is maggots. I hope you know maggots. You have seen maggots before. And you know worms. That is what you are going to cover yourself with. It is because of the severity and dreadful nature of hell. 
That's why Jesus told his followers then and is still speaking to us to remember Lord's wife. Luke chapter 17, verse 28 to 32. Remember Lord's wife. And I always ask myself, why did Jesus use Lord's wife as an illustration? Jesus was speaking on a gospel Sunday like this. He was talking to the disciples and the church who had gathered that the last days will be very dangerous. That no one should ever joke with their salvation. And he gave this word to them. Remember Lord's wife. Why did Jesus use her? Jesus used her as a fearful warning to us all. Because of the fire that is, she became cold, careless, and disobedient to the judgment and so, and disobedient to God. And so judgment came upon her and she became a pillar of salt, a monument of divine displeasure. Lord's wife was attending church every Sunday, weekly meetings, women's ministry, virtuous ladies, and what have you. But she was careless, disobedient, and cold. Another reason why Jesus used her was that there will be no divided heart in heaven. There will be no half surrender on the part of the redeemed. Those who enter heaven will be, will be there because they wanted eternal life more than anything else in this world. Because they desired it. And so they worked for it. Jesus said in Luke, 1433, that whosoever does not forsake all he has cannot be my disciple. Until we forsake the world and everything that comes with it, we can never become disciples of Christ. Jesus used her as an illustration because she allowed Sodom and Gomorrah into bracket the world. She allowed the world to move into her so much. She loved the world more than God. She was materialistic and too carnal. Full of the world, but empty of the word. You are listening to Words of Wisdom from PIWC Tesano. Do connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PIWC Tesano for more updates. The message continues. And many of us today are just like lost wife. In our speech, we speak the language of this world. We are bad-mannered. The world has a lexicon that even on some television stations, when certain words are used, they try to mute the voice. But it may interest you to know that most Christians have followed the pattern of this world so that, so much so that even when you are communicating with them, the kind of words they use tells you that this man or this woman, even though she claims to have been with Christ, but nothing has changed about him or her. Our dress codes 
Bible says we must appear in modesty, but it doesn't make any sense to most people. Gays and lesbians have certain dress codes. And most people copy these on television and on movies and appear in church with certain kinds of hoodious dresses. There was a time a certain guy in church was dancing. He had put his trousers in the socks. And the following Monday, we were going out. Nana Kofi also did the same thing. He also put the trousers in the socks because somebody had dressed the same way to, to church. See how your irresponsible behavior can affect somebody to misbehave. Our desires are mostly secularistic and worldly, unfounded in God, but her word. Whilst in church today, I'm not talking about here, but if you are here and you are in that category, change. Hallelujah. It is because of your attitude, that's why we have gospel Sundays. Amen. Whilst in church, people are never involved in anything spiritual. You see people fidgeting with their phones from the very time they enter church till they leave. As if they are typing the word of God. You would watch, you will see what they are doing. They are either tweeting, they are Instagramming, Facebooking, Whatsapping, and they are now in there. Oh, there was a time I saw somebody. And my friend said, selfie, selfie. Bible study in the company of about uh, seven people here. Bible study now. Then that was exactly the character of Lord's wife. Remember Lord's wife. She would dress nicely and go to church and even during worship. She is here. But her mind is on her makeup, her dress, and she wants to appear nice to people. But not to God. Nothing from the pulpit interests people. The other day, Benson Idahosa said that people come to church and they say, give me my miracle. Let me go. They come for miracles, signs, and wonders. They come to church to look for men to marry them. But they have forgotten that their bodies are the temples of the Most High God. They spend so many years in church, but they never grow spiritually. Church, the laws of proximity does not apply to salvation. The fact that you are here with us, sitting with the most righteous person, does not mean you can go to heaven. The fact that you were given birth to by a pastor will not guarantee you heaven. I told someone that 
The fact that you were born perhaps in a garage doesn't make you a car. Salvation is personal. You must relate with God by yourself. At the point of her death, the mother of John Wesley and Charles Wesley, the co-founders of the Methodist Church, was asked whether she believed in Jesus. It was at the point of death that this woman gave her life to Christ Jesus. Even though her own father was also a minister of the gospel, her children had been brought up in the faith that they even established a church. But this woman was not saved. Today, if you have not been saved, if you don't know Jesus, today is the right time for you to accept him. Perhaps you were born into Sunday school and so have been going with us everywhere. Yesterday I learned the youth went out and anytime the youth is going out you see everybody. But when they are coming to church to listen to the word of God, you see no one. Youth leader, I lie. When it comes to the word, you will see people. But when it comes to running around, oh, that is where the youth are enthusiastically involved. They can do this, they can do that. They can do all kinds of things. But those things are never salvific. None of them will save you. Praise the Lord. A critical look at Lord's wife reveals more compelling resemblances about us. She was considered as a righteous person and counted among the righteous people right in the presence of God. Actually, when Abraham was negotiating for their escape in Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham asked God, if you go and find 20 righteous people, will you destroy the land? If you go and find 10 righteous people, will you destroy the land? And when Abraham was talking about 20, 10 people, Lord's wife was included. She was considered righteous. The fact that you come to church, everybody considers you to be righteous. So, our, our membership, how, how many are we? we because we, we, we are growing. Because of you, we can expand the auditorium. Because of you. Because you're, you have added to the membership of the church. But are you really righteous? And are you really on your way to heaven? Coming to church every day does not guarantee access to eternity at all. That is why Jesus said, not everyone who says law, law, or even add more laws will enter the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 7 verse 21. Jesus gave a disclaimer to his name that by mentioning his name 1,000 times does not guarantee you access to the kingdom of God. But the kingdom of God is for those who do the will of my father. Are you doing God's way? Or you are doing what your desires permit? May God have mercy. Some say Christianity is in the heart. Christianity is But always... But I always say that Christianity is an outward expression of a holy God living inside of us. No man 
can really have an encounter with Jesus and ever remain the same. And so, if you have been born again, but still live in accordance with your old nature, then you, you were either aborted on the way. And so you need to be born again. Hallelujah. You need to be born again. Lost wife rose through the ranks from a Sunday school little baby through the youth ministry, a teenage youth ministry, uh, and became the wife of the area head of Sodom and Gomorrah, Church of Pentecost International. Yet, her level of loyalty was low. No reverence for God and the things of God. Most people are interested in the titles they give us. They can. So now the working changes. First, he was working like this. They can. Elder. Uh, as a pastor, dear. Apo. Then, uh, we collect funds from people. But God is expecting us to live a life that will end us in heaven. May God have mercy. Many come to church seeking to be entertained. Lost wife was one of them. She go to church and say that, ah, today the, the praises wasn't nice for her because they did not sing like Shatta. They want everything that happens to them in church to be just like when they used to visit the ghettos. But the church cannot be conformed to the life of this world. We have a glorious church and God is using us to possess the nations. Hallelujah. Christianity must not be a function of entertainment and fun we receive when we come to church, but rather Christianity is a function of the holy life of Christ as we model him leading to godly relations between us and our Savior. Christianity is a relationship. Hallelujah. Those who were called Christians in Antioch were not called by accident. They lived according to the life of Christ. They were, they talked like Jesus. There was a time Peter was met by a small girl. And the, 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 the girl said that you, by the way you talk, you have met this man. You have met this man. And Peter swore to heaven and earth that I never knew this man. But ah, everybody around said, but you, ah, even the way you dress ah, shows that you have been with Christ. They had been with Christ for how many years? Three years. Three years. And their whole lives have changed. Some of us have been with Christ 40 years. Even some, 50 years. Some of us, 15 years. But still, there is no change. May God grant us the grace. Hallelujah. She was a relative of Abraham. Every day she was part of the family devotion and prayer. Uh, Friday prayer dawns, evening prayers, deliverance, uh, 
Grace Conference, uh, all the seasons of Grace Conference, she was part. She was even prayed for every day by Abraham. Yet, she could not escape from the fires that came from Sodom and Gomorrah. Being a member of a Christian family is never enough to earn you salvation. Hallelujah. In fact, being called a Christian alone won't take you to heaven at all. I say that that word this, the, the people of Antioch gave to the Christian, uh, to the disciples of Christ. It's actually, it was a nickname. They, it was a nickname. Christopher. A Christopher is a nickname. If you are called a Christian, you have a nickname. It's a nickname. So don't think that by calling you or yourself a Christian, you will go to heaven just by that. No. Unless you have a Bible quotation that can support your argument. She believed in the warning that came that they should leave Sodom and Gomorrah. But the burden of losing everything was her problem. She could not deny herself nor the wealth she had accumulated. Matthew 16 verse 24 says that Jesus said unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. What cross are you carrying to follow Christ? You are listening to Words of Wisdom from PIWC Tesano. Do connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PIWC Tesano for more updates. The message continues. Why did she die on the way? Lord's wife died on the way, but why did she die on the way? One, there was no eagerness in her heart and no enthusiasm for her own salvation. Two, she lingered and delayed. When the angel of God had appeared to them that they should go because fire was coming to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. See Lord's wife walking leisurely as if there was nothing at stake. There was fire coming, but this woman was like this. Thinking, talking to herself. My new dress that I'm going to wear on Christmas Day, my new shoe, my new bag, my new phone, my new flash screen TV. Hey, the things in my fridge. She was thinking about all these things. And so she could not move. But looking around, talking to herself, and the angels had to take hold of her hands. The angels took hold of her hands, pushing the entire family so that they would escape the fire. By tarrying and lingering and hesitating, the warning came to flee. The angels cried, escape 
for thy life. This morning, God is speaking through me to you. Escape for your life. Escape for your life. Escape for your life. Because there is fire coming. Look not behind thee. The angel said, Genesis 19, 17. But she did not reach the safety of the mountain despite the help given to her by the angels. To flee for your life means escape with all speed. Without ever looking behind you. Now that you are in Christ, never look back to the world. In Colossians chapter, one, uh, chapter 3 verse 1 to 11. Bible says that now that you have been raised with Christ, set your eyes on things above. Bible says she looked back and immediately she became a pillar of salt. I would want to conclude, but in my conclusion, I would say that if our hope has been centered on earthly things, we will be found seeking them even in that hour that Christ will come. Just as the face of Lord's wife was turned towards Sodom. Despite the glare of the penal fires. If all that you are looking for in this world, if all that you are involved in is fornicating, stealing, gossiping, on the day that Christ will come, that is exactly what you'll be doing. I'm telling you. So until you leave those things, Christ will come and find you just there. Final conclusion. Why did God deal with her so severely? After all, you say that it was a small offense for they were going this way and she turned. Ah, this thing, God power. But the word of God has a name for that type of action. Turning your back to the world. It is called sin. S-I-N. S-I-N. In chi, it is bonnet. In your language, you know it. I don't know of the ever version. Eden, Dufo, Gufo, Abba. So what? Sin is a disobedience towards God's word. She disobeyed God's commandment. And her judgment came. And that underlines the agency of obedience to us as Christians. God means whatever he says. Hallelujah. When God says, flee. You fall last. He means it. Some people say at times you want to play funny. Funny what? You play funny with a woman alone in a room where there is no CCTV camera, no elder, no brother. You are alone with a woman and you say, oh, you are playing funny. Funniness will take you to hell. My last quotation is that Hebrews chapter 10 verse 26 to 31, write it. The last statement is that it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God. It is dreadful. It is the most dangerous thing that anybody can joke with. God cannot overlook anything. That is why he calls upon us, all of us, to repent in order to save our souls from hell. God bless us all. Amen.
God bless you for making time for today's message. We invite you to join our special Sunday services from 7 o'clock a.m. to 10 o'clock a.m. for prestige service, and then from 10.15 a.m. to 1 p.m. for Adam service. Do join us same time for another inspiring word of God. PIWC Tesano, House of Purity and Prayer. Shri no name.